Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, introducing the greatest top 10 show, The Movie Mount Rushmore, featuring the one AJ Anthony Jordan, the UK's favourite film critic, Nico Duro, the silver screen dude! Hey screeners, how you doing? It's myself, the one AJ, Anthony Jordan. And me, Nicola Rowe. Okay, it's a deal, it's a steal, it's a that can century. It's us talking high It's a deal movies. that can steal the century. It's a no, I, I'm, I'm keeping it clean. What <laughs> did just, you say? It's a deal, it's a steal, it's a that can century. Oh. But I didn't pronounce the F. I just. Why? Kept. We're an explicit podcast. We are, we are, but it's, uh, what, it's a 12A film? So you never know if we have 12-way listeners. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> Listen, mate, our audience, they've heard yeah. the story in the past. Let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> hey, I'm influential. <laughs> no, but um, yes, we're talking heist movies. Which, yes. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting topic. It's an interesting topic in celebration of... Ocean's 8. The spin-off that is Ocean's 8. Um, Why are they doing this? I didn't come out of the cinema disappointed... But I had my reservations and I had a few points that it's I had to... the finest movie ever made. It's fine. It's like, yeah, okay, that was fine. And the robbery was fine. And the acting was fine. I mean, it's... You wait two weeks and you will not remember this movie. Um... You already know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking, it hasn't been two weeks. You already know. Put it this way, there's nothing... Um... Landmark about this. Um, no, there's not. Other than the women oh. screaming, "Hey, we got a movie!" It's like, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go on a little rant here. Make movies for women. Don't give them these cheap fucking reboots and redos of franchises. Charlize Theron proved with Atomic Blonde, as that's one of many examples. Give women their own movies. Forget this bollocks about doing Jane Bond. Forget Ocean's 8. I'm fucking sick of it. I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. Um, Give them their own franchises. You can get your own franchise. Don't get me wrong on this. Um, Atomic Blonde being one. One of many. uh, One of many, many. You know, Nikita had its own franchise, which could be something of a... A mark in itself, you know. There's a, there's a lot Mate, of stuff. We, 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 we could, could do a whole podcast about movies could. where women were the leads, right? But, um, we did a fucking one which was just focused on sci-fi. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, no, <laughs> you're, you're extremely right. Um, what I'm getting at is, I don't mind the element of the spin-off, but here, here's my drama. Without getting into it too much, because I know it's still a fresh film out there, so a lot. We're making it an all-female cast. Mm. Why are we leaning so heavily? On the men. On the Ocean's Eleven yes. trilogy that came out. You know, you don't mind a cameo to say, yes, it's in the same world. It's not a really as, as a la Ghostbusters, you know, which was, you're seeing cameos, but it's not related to the Ghostbuster arc mm. that was around before. Mm. So you're like, ah. you kind of get torn. And I, I think off camera, you said something that I can agree with. It's the finest movie. It, it's just fine. Everything was fine. It was okay. There's nothing to hate, but there's but nothing to love. fucking forgettable. Um... It was I, an Ocean's Eleven. I remember going, coming out of Ocean's Eleven and just having so much to talk about. You could talk your favourite character, you could talk this, you could talk yeah. all different parts. And, uh, you know, it, it was one of those things, and okay, we can, this changes like the wind. But for that year, possibly, yeah. I'd have to double check. But that was like Ocean's Eleven, one of my favourite films. I made sure that once yeah. the DVD came out, it was mine. You know, it, I was looking forward to seeing that. And I watched, I've watched it countless times. 12 and 13, not so much, if at all. Didn't but, see 13 because of 12. I can. I, they're one movie to me. I actually can't remember which one's twelve, which one's thirteen. Which kind of falls in the category of 
in this ocean's arc, was it just that lightning hit once and they're trying to recreate it and they just can't bottle it? Yeah. You, you, that, in a sense, but now it's more of the franchise than necessarily giving it a female spin. This but you know, I'm saying that it, Ocean's 8 wasn't as good as Ocean's 11 and I know there's going to be men and women out there who are like, don't compare. Sorry, you're part of the same franchise. You're going to draw comparison. Ocean's. Exactly. <laughs> oceans are like End of, none of the following Jurassic parks or worlds have been as good as the original. You draw Fact. comparison. Fact. You know? It it, the the, sequ- the the prequels, most would argue, were not as good as the original trilogy of Star Wars. It's Star Wars. It's right? yeah, it, it's that. It it's, will draw comparison if you're in the same franchise. But then now where is where it gets dangerous? Because now there's this sort of segregation between the woman's movie and the man's movie instead of just seeing it as a weak movie in the franchise and it's gonna be Ghostbusters all over again. It's like if you love it, you're you're too hard on feminism, which is stupid. If you hate it, you're a sexist, which is also stupid. It's like, or we could just say, do you know what? As part of the Ocean's movies, it wasn't very good. But do you, know, do you know what I hate, right? Is We're in a world now that everything needs a definition. And this is what you're coming to. If it's shit, it's shit. End of. If you're good, you're good. It doesn't matter who's there. And I think the women of Hollywood deserve better, way better than this. And for, first and foremost, they deserve better than being given a semi-reboot of a franchise that's done one in three good movies. I think the likes this, of Kate Blanchett deserve better than do that. you know, but this is where I come back to the... Um, that's it, she was used so badly, it doesn't fucking matter. I think it becomes something of a... It, and I don't want anyone to get on the wrong end of this. Was it desperation? Like, they've gone as far as they could. Oceans, the Ocean's Eleven gang also did say... Desperation in terms of what? Keeping the Ocean's Trying to keep the franchise going and find a different... Movies. No, no, no. The Ocean's franchise going. Right. That they tried another spin. I know the Ocean's Eleven an gang themselves... That, for sure. The Ocean's gang themselves said that they won't do another film now that Bernie Mac had passed away. Mm. That was something. So it's like, how, how do we do it? I, you know, I really respect that. I really do respect that. And it was like, this was the gang. We can't change it. We won't replace them. So how do we spin it? Okay, Danny's sister. Which, and then I, I appreciate that they didn't say, okay, Danny's sister, and she's gone and hired a load of men. Yeah. Right? You know, you could have done that. And I respect the fact that it was a little... I was actually... The fact that it was, quote unquote, a reboot. It, it's a new extension of the, the brand. Mm. But it was a whole new gang. So I was like, okay... Now I'm looking forward to the Ocean's Eleven feeling that I had, which I absolutely adored. I just got another part of the Ocean. I think let's give it again. I'm going to say let's give it twelve, but then I don't remember between twelve and thirty. It's really bad that I never remember the difference between the two. This was better than Ocean's Twelve. You want to compare? It was. I think that, it, it was. was but it, 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 just, it just didn't have the Ocean's Eleven touch. It, oh, so it it's the second slick, best. It wasn't cool. It wasn't. Yeah, it's the second best in a franchise of four. Right. So you're halfway there, but quite. It's, <laughs> In in fairness, who were you challenging? Makes it, a, you know. Yeah, it's like it was that. That's why I use Jurassic Park as an example. It's like people liked, disliked Jurassic World, not the recent one, the first one, whatever. It's like I would say it's the second best in the Jurassic franchise. A franchise which at the time was four, but it's like yeah, yeah, you're second best, but you're nowhere near the first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing you're here. A, you're a long. What is it? The distance between second and third is a lot closer than the distance between one and two. Yeah, I think is in a nutshell. There, there is that element. It's an enjoyable movie. You'll go out there. I don't think you'll come out of it di- disappointed if you have Ocean's Eleven's expectations. You oh, if you've got out, that, you're in a world of trouble. Yeah. If you go in there just giving it a, a view of a film, yeah. it's worth a watch. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't come out like, oh my God. No, the no. I, yeah. I don't hate it by any means. I'm probably sounding really... Ne- well, I am sounding I really no, no, naked no, no, here. I, I think with the... I just think women deserve better than a fucking rebooted semi-spin-off of a franchise 
and just, you know, recast it for the sake of recasting it with women. It's like, give them their own franchise. The spin, the spin you know, is the spin. There's a new movie coming out. The, 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 um, ah, oh, fuck, I've gone blank on it. Um, The Widows. Okay. Completely unique franchise. Women at the center. Never been number four. Here we go. Do you know a film and that looks that's legitimately brilliant? Um, by the time this comes out, I probably would have seen it. But um, Book Club, that actually looked really funny. There you go. It, you know, have you seen it? No. No, I've, I've just seen the trailer. I was like, oh, okay, that seems interesting. I think the marketing could have been a bit stronger, possibly, to entice people. But Yeah, sure. But, but um, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But point being, I, I take your point, is what I'm trying to say, of ladies could be given better. I, I think we... But I, do you know, it's one of those weird things, right? Because here we go. You can create an all-female-led heist movie. If the writers, if the writers of the Ocean's franchise have the idea to go for an all-female, do they from the world that brought you Ocean's Eleven and not do Oceans, or do they make it part of the Ocean's? So in that sense, yeah, yeah I'm kind of torn. I just think it's risky doing that unless you know you've got. Well, I guess Ocean's Eleven was gold, wasn't it? It's funny you say that. I was in there just coming home the other day, and they've got the, you know those movie posters up in the underground, and there's a new one called uh, Swimming with Men, and it said. From the from the team that brought you Dad's army, I was like, "Ha! You shouldn't have that on the market." No, 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 <laughs> mistake. <laughs> Be, being one of all of eight people that was in the cinema that night, I don't think any of us laughed. No, <laughs> so, I don't know if that's good marketing, but hey, that's that. It is one of the, it's a double edged sword. You you build in the brand. And it's smart, you know. The, it's not a spoiler in saying this. It literally comes within the first five seconds of it. The oceans are a criminal family, so yeah. let's let's go with it. Like, okay, you can do that, but you get some expectations. I mean, this isn't because it's a female-led. Let's be honest. It's like when they tried to do, and this was really stupid. Um, Jeremy Renner in the Born Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Now that is stupid. Because you're no, that was born legacy. Sorry, legacy. Ooh, That's what I, I was, ooh, the fans were about to lynch me. They were. They were ooh, I, I, I was scratching my head. Put more proof in the point. The third one. Yeah. With that, you're now giving us a spin-off spy, which is fine, but don't call it born because he's not a born. And in that sense, that was dangerous marketing. In this one, you kind of intertwine it in a world that makes more sense because in the other one, Matt Damon had nothing to do with that film. Yeah. But then they redid one with Matt Damon, which also wasn't very good. This is also a problem in itself, but you get you get the point in what I'm saying. Sometimes, sometimes you've got an idea, you struck gold, and you keep trying. And I will keep saying this, and I know you're going to love it because it's, you don't want to see number one. Taken, Taken one was amazing. The other, the second was a heap of shit. I refuse to watch the third because you guys mysterious. You guys created a film that was so great that you're doing everything to make it. Oh, dad saves daughter. Daughter saves parents. Family of the kidnappers now seek revenge. Like, what more See, do we want? what I think should be done is like what Luc Besson did with The Fifth Element and then like what he did with Valerian. Now, Valerian wasn't as good a movie as The Fifth Element, nor was it set in the same world, but a lot of people were like, you know, it's got the same artistic vibe, it's got the same sort of, you know, directorial, directorial style, obviously, because it's Besson. Most people labelled it the spiritual successor. Do that shit. Don't make it a direct sequel when there's no need for it. But the thing is, you can and you can't. I mean, you can do both ways. My thing, without prolonging too long, guys, because we will be talking movies in a minute, right? Well, we're talking movies now. Yeah, no, but <laughs> yeah, this top ten is... Let's not lean so much. If it's, oh, you're Danny's sister, Danny, da-da-da, you done this, this is how you two are linked. Cool. Bit. Oh, my brother. Oh, my brother. I had this problem if on a TV scale. 
I had, I don't even want to get into it, super, superhero world, was Supergirl. Every two minutes, when Supergirl started, my cousin, my cousin, my cousin. No, I don't care about your cousin, otherwise I tune into Superman. I'm watching Supergirl. Yeah. Here, I'm watching Ocean's 8. I don't well, need to know about Danny. It's funny you brought in Supergirl, because I was biting my tongue just to ask you, like, do you think Marvel is slightly responsible for this further? They've got that shit down on lockdown. I appreciate they know how to do a shared universe, and I appreciate the Bond was there a long time before Marvel doing a shared universe, but it seems everyone wants a universe now. And it's silly. There are many reasons why I appreciate a universe. And let's be honest, comics kind of showed you a shared universe in itself in the, you know, in the very beginning. Yeah. Something like, and this is me being a real kid coming out now, Last Action Hero. Right. Ooh, right? Okay. <laughs> you see that this is the film world. So these stars all are kind of connected. So I've always had a passion for that. And I can understand why you would want a universe. I'm not saying Last it's Action fun. Hero influenced anything when I say that. A Marvel Universe happens from comic book knowledge anyway. I think. Yeah, but to put it into film, and you have to remember, the people who go to movies until recently were not necessarily the people who would read the Marvel comics. True, they true. They were the breed apart. But, I, yeah, I, I don't want to get into comics too tight, but I also remember people being like, oh, why do we never see Batman and Superman together? Like, these are weird stuff that people would say without being comic book fans yeah exactly so these stuff are there and I think sometimes I think it's when you've just got a franchise and you're like well okay universe seems to be the way now so yeah but it's they're like fucking Oprah Winfrey Hollywood handing out their you get a franchise and you get a franchise (laughs) and it's like fuck me it's a weird one it's a weird one because can we just make some original freaking movies but I think that's the problem I think more than whether it's a female spin off or does everyone in the universe it's how original can you really be I think there's a lot of coattail writing we made money off of this let's do it there is and I, you know and I know people are going to say well there's more original movies being made now than any time before yeah of course there are but people aren't watching them you know true in a nutshell true <laughs> that, that's a fact yeah like, there's a reason the original movies get put into Oscar season, because they're not chasing the dollars, they're chasing a fucking, recognition, you know, recognition. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason the Meg, with Jason Statham and Rain Wilson, about a big frickin' shark, is coming out in the summer. True. Also, And just, you know that thing's gonna make money. You know that thing's gonna make <laughs> money. It's not very but it may do, because these, these stuff do. But I just wanted to make a strong point. Not too long ago, on one of our previous episodes, mm. you mentioned... Dakota Fanning yeah You're like why don't we see her Ocean's Tarantino 8. well yeah there's that but she yeah. was in Ocean's 8 yeah, as well yeah. which I thought was quite that was quite pleasant yeah. following our last um, show yeah absolutely hey, what happened nice. to Dakota yeah well, okay. a good ramble we've done there indeed sure. and guess what you've got a bit more rambling to do because for those of you not familiar with the movie Mount Rushmore Nico is going to give it to you right now So for those of you listening for the first time, thank you so much for joining us. Please be sure to hit that subscribe button on iTunes and be sure to give a five-star review and share this podcast with any movie fans that you may know. Here's how the movie Mount Rushmore works. AJ and I each get given a top ten list. We go our separate ways. We come back in studio and we deliver to you the Silver Screen Dudes, our individual top tens. AJ will go first delivering his bottom three. I will deliver my bottom three. AJ will then deliver his next two. I will deliver my next two. We will then have a short into mission and then come back into studio and trade one apiece. If at any time during the rundown of our top tens, one person has a movie in the higher position, that person will say, PUNT! And we will talk about that movie when we get to the higher position. Once we have both given our top tens, we then combine the top tens to deliver the movie Mount Rushmore. 
which is the top four must-see movies of said category slash genre. We oui. okay. Fire away, mate. Number top 10, 10 heist movies. Top What's 10 your heist number movie? 10? This one, you may argue it's not, and it could have actually landed in our revenge category as well. Ooh, I'm missing. I'm going with Mission Impossible. Is it? Yeah, you see, it has an element of heist. And if you think of it, this has the most iconic heist moment. One <laughs> of? One of, one of. It was not my number 10, but I thought for that alone, it needs to be mentioned. I think it's been spoofed, it's been given, and it's, yeah. It's an iconic scene. I know the one you mean. Yeah. The zipline, yeah. I had to care about a drop of sweat. (laughs) (laughs) That that was one of those most nail-biting moments in cinema. You're like, oh my God, no. No, yeah, yeah. no. Oh, that, that was it. Uh, Mission Impossible is the, the the building of the major franchise of the ageless Tom Cruise, who shares a birthday with me, Mad, in a couple of days. As of this recording, by this time, we'd have both had a birthday. Happy birthday, Tom. Right, this was the beginning. Does he actually? Yeah, 3rd of July. Oh, I've loved that for years. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was the Ethan Hunt, who's been framed for the murder of his team the team that he had with him on a mission and his pursuit for revenge and how he goes about it which has the element of it has an element of heist to it as well as well as the revenge so we have the very iconic moment in there um through there so it's not majorly heist but i had to be a bit cheeky and throw that in based on the scene and the stealing of information there was a lot of information grabbing from it as well Mate, it's fair I, yeah. I, i'll give you a pass on that yeah. i like am i i don't have much to okay. add to it but yeah number nine most times you guys would have heard me slate this, so why it came out in my list... Hey, here we go. What are you going to do for number nine? Yeah, Fast Five. My number ten. Okay. <laughs> I've always said it, like, you can go through anything in the Fast franchise and be like, yeah, these are, these are a heist, but... Listen. I, I, I don't, I don't want to get into... I, Listen. I don't want to get into spoiler territory, but you're dragging a freaking vault down the boat away. <laughs> Listen. Go. I, you're dragging a freaking vault down the Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. In the pantheon of freaking heists, I'll be the first to say that Fast Five barely scraped number ten because there's some ones which I will I left off, which are not even yeah. subjectively objectively better movies. <laughs> but you're dragging a freaking. <laughs> it's so absurd. It, it's it, mad. It, it's the most. Uh, you've heard me say it. I'm pre-Tokyo Drift as opposed to post-Tokyo Drift when it comes to um, the Fast franchise it's Fast nice to see the game but it has these elements I mean I remember seeing Dwayne Johnson and me being a major rock fan I'm like yeah here we go he's in the it. whole world's a major rock yeah, fan now <laughs> exactly very true very true and I'm like here we go and he is the most absurd character that you he's brilliant play. isn't he you know from being ultimately damaged to daddy's gotta go to work <laughs> it's just all of this madness and you're like here we go that it, wasn't in five it now. wasn't it was six it just hit me I think that was seven actually was it? I think so. It can't be. I'm pretty sure it was seven when he yes. fights Jason Statham, which is in seven. Because six, they're fighting um, Evans. Yeah, it would be seven. They're another cluster. He got bigger and bigger and bigger as those movies progress. What, what is it? What is it? People say I've seen these pictures that if you find Rock in three different stages, it was like the pebble, the rock, the boulder. <laughs> He's at boulder stage right now. Like, Hobbs is a big dude. He's a big dude. Boulder, he's yeah. a fucking mountain stage. <laughs> yeah, he's there right now. He's a few boulders on top of each other. <laughs> he's a big time. Uh, Rock's a big guy. He's a Rushmore in himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, he's, he's that jacked right now. So I said The Rock would have been a brilliant Johnny Bravo. Do you know what? I, I, We're deviating. <laughs> deviating, but they haven't made a film and not cast him. So 
Anything is Do you see Johnny Bravo being made in the in the fempowerment political correctness age? Pardon me, hot sexy mama. I don't think so, AJ. Very true. R.I.P. Johnny Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> that shit ain't happening in cartoon or very, movie. Very, very... Unless it's Johnny discovers how to appreciate it. Bro, that ship has set sail. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, you're true. You're very right now. You're very, very right. But yeah, Fast Five, if we're going to talk madness and a crazy, crazy ass heist with yeah. cars, this is the one. I mean, it's a, it's a, do you know what? For all of the madness of the movie, the heist is actually legitimately good. Yeah, yeah. I'll and give I'm you not that. just yeah. talking about the save being pulled, the way they actually go about, you know. Yeah, it is smart. It is it's a, actually, it, it is quite actually good. good. It is, yeah. How do you get the fingerprints for a man's fucking hands? Well, did he slap that ass? Or did he grab that ass? <laughs> Very true. It's yeah. a good. No, it is. It's it, a guilty pleasure, but is. you know it's what? A, it, d- yes, definitely, definitely falls into the guilty. Pleasure. But it's all sorts of fun. Yeah, there ain't no other heist movie I've got that comes close to the madness of this one. No, not no, even close. Point. No, no, that is that is exactly true. That is most definitely true. Number eight, Blue Streak. Great show. <laughs> Great shout! Yeah. Great yeah. shout! What a great little movie! This, I, I love that one because it's here we go. You're a, you're a robber, you've stolen the diamond, you've, you're running away from the police, you know you're going to get caught, so you, you put hide it in somewhere. <laughs> you put it in a vent of a building that's being built. You, you get go caught, to prison. You go to prison. Now it's time to go back to get your jewelry. It's a police station. <laughs> I mean, law out of all fucking buildings what did you have to be a police station you know uh, Martin Lawrence uh, hey, that's his best called? movie by a country fucking mile and I include bad boys in that I would say it's his best movie as the main standout 100%. star 100% um, funny enough I wouldn't have put bad boys as his best I would have gone life with Eddie Murphy life is good life is good, life I re- is good. that I really appreciate it from Martin Lawrence after that, I would go Blue Streak, and then I'd probably go into the bad boy. Why you always get sick? Why you always gotta say nasty shit, Lloyd? Because I'm a nasty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you want your cornbread? <laughs> There's so much. There's so much out there. That was a good yeah. film, that one. Life, life was really good. I really enjoyed life. Um, but yeah, Blue Streak, has, it has so many comedic elements and how he infiltrates into police state. All the different attempts to try to get in there and just do it and eventually having to fake it as a police officer. None of this is a spoilers, guys. I'm not going to get into the whole spoiler territory. You could watch the trailer and see that part, but it was a, it was a fun it was movie. It was a hell of a fun movie yeah. and came out of nowhere. One of those... It was, but I think that I we, we're the last, this was the last generation of original. What do you mean original? In terms of originality in movies, that would be blockbusters. Just like going back to what you were originality saying Originality in movies, it could be blockbusters, Yes. Originality in movies is a whole definitely no, not. No, obviously, as you said earlier, we're talking like Oscar season every year. We'll have an original. Man, movie. they bring out some good shit. Yeah, but within that blockbuster summer movies and whatnot, Blue Streak's up there. I think yeah, fair. We, we were that generation. And hey, we that, got we the Meg this year. <laughs> Jason Statham punches <laughs> a shark. <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> and Rain Wilson from The Office commentates. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's going to be brilliant. If the trailers didn't sell it, Nico's done it for it's you. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, no. Your brother cracked me up there when we were talking. Look like some dumb shark octopus ting. Like, Nate, no, it's a shark eating an octopus. Oh, still dumb. <laughs> <laughs> My brother, uh, again, don't want to digress too much. He's very, very selective in the levels of films he wants and like 
Can Fairy we just call a spade a spade? He's close-minded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love you, bro. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 would be it. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of Once Upon a Time. Why are you watching that fairy tale shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> Once Upon a Time's cool, man. Don't hate Once Upon a Time. Sadly, recently cancelled. But hey, that's life. Yeah, so that was your eight. That was my number eight. Over to you, sir. Ten was fast five. Yep. Nine. Ronin. Okay. Not seen it. You must, no. you must remember I, Ronin. I remember it, but I didn't get a chance to see it. Jean Reno, just... Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a bit of a Pulp Fiction vibe to it, this one. Not in the, it's not, not in terms of the dialogue or the pacing or anything like that. In the sense that what they're trying to steal, you never really find out what it is. And it's very much what's in the briefcase. Cool. You know, Vincent, are we happy? Oh yeah, we happy. Well, what are you happy about, Vincent? What's in the briefcase? Torch. <laughs> yeah. God knows. But no, it's basically, they're all sort of former special services, ex-army. He's got a good cast, Jean Reno's in there, as I said, Sean Bean's in there, Stellan Skarsgård's in there. There's a good cast around them. Um, Jonathan Price is in there from Pirates of the Caribbean, and also from Game of Thrones, you'd know him from that. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, yeah it's, a, it's essentially a plot to catch a briefcase. We don't know what's in the briefcase, we just know that it could lead to, you know, an escalation of the, of the war with the Irish. That's this premise of it. We don't know if it's money, we don't know what the fuck it is. They're all being paid a lot, they all bring something different to the table, and it's got arguably one of the greatest car chases in Hollywood history. Okay. It's, it's the sort of thing, like, you look on any top ten list of great, great car chases, Ronan's always there. But it, Robert De Niro's very different from anything else he's ever done. He's very... He plays it down a lot in this role. Which is not like him at all. Jean Reno is, is magnetic as always. And it's just very interesting how this group of people who are very, very different, don't hate each other, they're just very, very different, pull their skills together to pull off this heist. It's got it's all set in a very cool location too. It's all on the streets of Paris, so it's quite it's got a bit of an international vibe to it. It's just a cool film. And it's got a cast to back it up and a chase that just makes you happy to be alive. Cool. Nice. Uh, my number eight. I've got a strong feeling we're punting, or you're about to put your head through the table and go, I can't believe I forgot it. Die Hard 3. You fucking forgot it. You fucking I, forgot it. I'm listening to... Yeah. Yeah, it's a heist. Of course it's a heist movie. Yeah. Of course it's a heist. You I, I just res- I just respect your table to not put my head for it, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> The face, the face of anger, the yeah, face yeah, of utter yeah. anger. Oh. <laughs> I had a feeling for some weird reason you would forget it. Because that's the essential bits behind it. Yes, there's the whole of comedy. course it's a fucking heist. The whole it's a fucking thing. amazing heist. That, that it's a brilliant one heist. of the best heists you could pull yes. off. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you let it sink in, sink there in your <laughs> in your Green Ranger juice. <laughs> It was one of those moments I thought, he's going to go for it, and I'm going to say our honourable, much rather that I was hoping to punt, if anything. I was hoping you would punt. And I was also hopefully hoping for this in a way. (laughs) (laughs) Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't hope for this? Ah, yeah. Okay, Okay. for those of you, it's the third part in the Die Hard trilogy. Well, it's more than a trilogy now, isn't it? It's a freaking franchise into itself. It stops at three, though. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Basically, John McClane, played by Bruce Willis, has some brotherly love issues to deal with. Yeah. Because the guy that he dropped out the window in the first movie, Hans Gruber, now has a fucking brother coming after him. Now, the brother seems to be like, you know, a a bomb-wielding nutter. 
who just puts bombs in schools and things like that. Turns out there's a much deeper plot to it, which is he's going to fucking clean out the gold reserve in New York. Yeah, well done, well done. Well and done. it's so well done, you know. He makes the whole thing look like it's a clean-up. They drill through the walls, they get all the gold up, put it in dump trucks. I mean, it's such a well-conceived plan. Well done, well done. You're so angry with I, yourself, I, I, aren't you? I'm so angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, oh. I look at all the elements of Die Hard and Revengeance. I mean, this film. is one of, like... Your faves? Yeah, it's up there in my top ten for sure, and I've... Completely forgot about the ground root of what he's doing. It's yeah, Die Hard. You know, even the name is deviating. Like, of course, Avengers. But yeah, it sells you one way and it takes you completely other. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Well played, sir. Well played. Your number seven. My number seven. The bank job featuring Jason Statham that you <laughs> were previously talking about. Have you not seen it? No. Okay, this was. I believe it's actually based on a true story. Okay. Um, it's a lady. Basically, there's this major drug lord in the UK. Okay. And he Is it a has, British film? Yeah. He has pictures of a royal. I think it's princess... It's a princess. Yeah. Yeah? I can't remember which Not one. Not Diana. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but he's got a print... Bear with me a second. I'm pretty sure I made note of this. Um, so he... He's got that information. So a lot of the time, the police let him be because he, they know that if they stop him in his operations, that will be exposed. Right? right. Yeah. Okay. He has compromising photos of Princess Margaret. So the police let him be, do what he has to do. One day, there's a lady who is doing a drug deal of her own. She's coming into Heathrow Airport and the police stop her. Right. She has now got to... She is now trying to free herself from any prison time so she says how about instead of going for me I give you a bigger fish how about I get hold of those pictures for you and now you can take down the king fish so they're interested so in this she now gets hold of her friend Jason Statham and him he hires a small team to go around and do a major bank job the only thing is she's just an old friend who's come out and is like I've got a job for you let's do it so they're going into this bank, a Lloyd's bank, and they're, you know, on the steel and taking everything. But she just has the focus on that vault, that safe deposit box there. So he's like, well, why? We've got money, jewellery and everything. Why do you just want a drawer full of pictures? And that's how the story starts to unfold. And then there's breakdowns in the team and that. It's a really, in, I think I might still have the DVD. I might have to get that. Yeah. Go it my way. Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting movie. And it's based on a true story, if I'm not mistaken. Interesting. Yeah. Your number six. My number six. Wow. I really thought you'd seen that one. Actually. No, man. Not even heard of it. This one I'm, I'm hoping you heard of. This one I just came across quite recently and it's really interesting. The Doberman Gang. Also not heard of it. This one is completely out there. You're going How? left field. No, 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 here, here we go. I like it. Uh, a bank robbery. How is it performed? It's in the name. A dog trainer trains six dogs to rob a bank. Shut up. It's out there. It's really mad, but it's really masterfully done. You'd be actually, it's like, it's really interesting. So he, he names them all after, um, what, Santa's like reindeer? <laughs> like famous bank robbers. So you've got like Bonnie and Clyde. Um, Did that make your list? No, it didn't actually. I, I do enjoy Bonnie and Clyde. I shouldn't have answered that. It's then made yours. <laughs> it has actually. It's more robbery than heist. Heist, I, I believe it's seen a bit more technical than just going in and robbing which is what they were doing in yeah, fact yeah, yeah. it's yeah. tomato no, tomato I don't agree with that to, yeah to very much tomato yeah, tomato but no, I've just never been the biggest Bonnie and Clyde fan 
I didn't mind it. I didn't. It's, it's one of those, fine. Yeah, it, yeah. It's one of those things I've heard the hype about. I caught it. I was like, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, this is what I'm asking. No yeah. spoilers, but I had a no, strong no, no. feeling that Bonnie and Clyde. So this one, he, each dog has been trained to um, do a specific task, and obviously it has its downfalls to it. But it's a very interesting movie, and I was like, that's quite unique. <laughs> I mean, stealing dogs to rob a bank, yeah. Training dogs to rob a bank. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. rather training dogs to rob yeah. a bank. He's trained these Dobermans to go out. You're not going to tell me this was a true story. <laughs> Do you know what? I still wondered and I was like, did this guy actually try that? But I've not actually seen any proof to it. But yeah, it was quite interesting. Apparently it's, I, it's got a you know what? to it. Based on how the fuck you do that, I'm intrigued to see it. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's an interesting one. That's one of those who, what, where, now, what? <laughs> you, you, you done what? You use what to do what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all over that. That was your six, yeah? Indeed it was. All right, speaking of dogs, my number seven is Dog Day Afternoon with Al Pacino. Hmm. Never heard of. Hit me. Oh, it's one of his best films, mate. Really? Um, it's so. <laughs> it, it's a weird one because, on the surface of it, it's a true story, by the way, completely true story, and it's so ahead of its time. I mean, obviously, it is because it's based off a true story, so they had to kind <laughs> of go what reality handed them. But in terms of being made into a movie, way ahead of its time. Uh, it happened in Brooklyn. It's basically these these two nobodies, you know. There is at the time when you know you need to uh, to to get a job, you need to be part of a union. But to be part of a new union, you need an education. Otherwise, you're bottom yeah. of the pile and you ain't working. Al Pacino's been dealt a shit hand at life, so he decides to rob a bank with his friend, and he basically goes in. Um, and the, the weird thing is, is that he's a weirdly nice guy. You you kind of. You never agree with him because obviously the premise of robbing a bank is wrong, but he's not out to hurt anyone. You know, he's not like most bank robbers who go in and try and, you know, rough you up and intimidate. He's not like that. You know, he comes in with a big freaking shotgun and a henchman also. Um, But ultimately what happens is it goes a bit wrong. (laughs) They get stuck inside the bank and a fucking police blockade all around them. And it's kind of... You find out that um, it's fascinating in the sense that you've, a lot of it's told through the dialogue, a backstory told through dialogue. So you find out that there was another bank heist in, in uh, Attica where, you know, the police killed innocent yes, bystanders yes, 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 yeah. um, just for the sake of getting in. So he's got, he works out on his side. So when he goes out, he starts screaming, Attica, Attica, and the police like back the fuck down, you know, and the crowd actually end up on his side then. So that's a weird one. And he basically, you know, can't figure out a way out of this. So he says, get me a, a plane, and for everything you get me, I'm going to give you back one of the hostages. But then, you know, it cuts to inside. You see that the hostages are actually being treated as well as can be. Um, he gets food for them. I mean, the, the escape doesn't pan out, obviously. Um, it's not a spoiler. It's a true story. You can read up on yeah. Dog Day Afternoon. But he's got... You find out that he's married with kids, and his wife's a fucking, like... Not ultimate ball breaker, but just nightmare to live with. To the degree where he's actually become, I don't know if it's bisexual or homosexual, but he's got a relationship with another man. That man's going through a sex change. And there's all of these weird little things at play. Like, And you're like, this is a lot more than just a bank robbery movie. Like, this is a life movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But the actual way, you know, I thought for the fact that it's a true story and the fact that there was so much going wrong with this guy's life and the fact that you can not agree with him but empathise with him so much like he gets on the news and they're like well, why are you doing this and he's like I don't understand the question why are you robbing a bank he's like well it's money here okay why don't you get a job what like you 
You want to you give me a TV job? I'm not educated. I ain't working a, a part of a union. Do you know how much a bank teller gets? And then all the girls who are being held hostage take a side. They're like, yeah, not much. You know, it's almost the people around him are almost like, yeah, I'm starting to get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. From a point of desperation, what you, yeah. The actions of a desperate man, really. Yeah. Not that it's right, but it's the actions of a desperate man. Interesting. Uh, it's a good one, and it's got Pacino in it, so I mean, yeah. th- that should be a draw in itself. Uh, my number six, more dogs. Reservoir dogs. That, sir, is your what? Number six. Mm, pun. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a pun. It's a pun. Okay. okay. Break time. Or should I say, instamission? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, why did we call it an mission? First of all, let's give you a little backstory onto who the Silver Screen dudes are. You guys are the screeners, we are the Silver Screen dudes. Um, we are two friends who have known each other from school days, and if I'm going to get into it, let's say that's 15 plus years. I'm not getting into more than that, I just feel really old doing it. <laughs> emphasis on the plus. Um, yeah, there's a strong emphasis on the plus. In, oh my days, there is. Yeah, not, yeah, not in a bad way, not in a bad way, but yeah, wow. Yeah, okay, that just sunk in. Um, yeah, so we've always had a passion for film always said we were going to do it something it is your birthday film. in a few days remember oh <laughs> yeah. no I still enjoy it I am still looking forward to it we will have a good time we will burn it down but um yeah it's um shout out to Seth Rollins oh yeah always always it's what we do we just love film and the time came like no it's not one day it's two day and that's how it became about so we've done our YouTube and we are now currently on the podcast field and that's how we came about um we we do still you will still find a couple of film reviews from Nico on our page Down as there. well as yeah, the blockbusters, the big ones that are worth mentioning. Because they're the ones that get the views that make us money. So. <laughs> this is how it goes. It's a busy schedule. This isn't full time for us just yet. But we're relying on you guys to do that. Thank you very much. But more essentially, we do like to interact with you guys, which is why our Instagram keeps us popping. Nico, would you like to talk to the opportunities that are available via Instagram? Please. Yeah, there's a lot that can be done on Instagram, guys. Basically, what AJ and I will do, as well as uploading some fun movie news. By the way, did you... I got no response from you about the fact that Jared Leto has been cast as Morbius. Uh, do you know why? Because I do apologise. <laughs> as I said, this isn't full time. And that was one hell of a busy week for me. Um, I, I, I was toyed with it. I'll tell you why I toyed with it. Because I actually... How can I say this? Well, we're in comic book realm. When we heard that he was going to be the Joker, that was the one guy I thought, okay. He could do it. You are willing. I'm willing to give you a chance after Heath. When prior to that, I thought Jack Nicholson was the Joker, and I was like, sure. "No, Heath took it." And then what I've seen, and I'm only going to go with what I've seen. It didn't deliver what I wanted. It was. It was a very. You and me enjoyed Suicide Squad. I enjoyed it. Just his performance. Yeah, we it, enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> We're going to get hate for not like for not hating it though. <laughs> That's fine. We're used to it. Bring it on. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is. His performance, the more I assess it, I'm like, okay, I, I, you want it to at least match Ledger, which is a high expectation. It was, a, it was a very, it was a very big challenge to go through. But it was, a, I don't know if he was my Joker. And I, I'm like, I'm not Morbius, and I'm picturing it, and I'm like, he can do this. But I was letting it sink in. I'm really playing for it, and it's from that point I didn't get a chance to reply to you because I'm in deep thought process of. Where do I see it? And then Did like, you see the images of Morbius the Vampire and him next to well, each this other? Is it. This like, is what... This, and this, image. These are the things I started doing. And then came the other question. If not Leto, who? And I haven't been able to replace that. Which then says to me, it's a good choice. Mm-hmm. It's a very good choice. And I can work with that. So on that scale, I'm like, yeah, I'm still... Dubious. Army Hammer. Yes. Yeah. 
in just that's a, that's a good shout. That's a mm. that's a good shout. I just came into my mind. I'd like him as Morbius. He'd be good. But I'd like him as Batman more, to be honest. I'd love to see Army Hammer as Batman. That I could roll with. Yeah, that he'd I be such with. a good Batman. Yeah. Love to see that. I can roll with. I could definitely roll with that. But yeah, I I, I believe it's good news. Um, We kind of digressed. (laughs) We do deliver Instagram page about. (laughs) We do deliver moving news and then debate it via our podcast, which we'd like to hear from you. You are more than welcome to comment on as well. We'd like to hear your shout on it. The moving news comes out now and then. It's obviously not a daily thing because it depends what the world of movies gives me. But the main thing that happens on our Instagram page is a competition for you guys. So what this is is a chance for you guys to win some really cool geeky prizes. Like some real, real cool shit. Real cool shit. You love that style of <laughs> And the way you guys can win is throughout the week, each day of the week, I will upload two movie posters next to each other and I will ask you what do they have in common. If you can't get it the first time, that's fine. We move on to the next one and each day basically draws It expands on that. So from two you now have four films that are a part of the same clue. It doesn't deviate. That week is entirely dedicated to one topic which you guys have to guess. In which case Put it this way, no, yeah, go on, continue, and then I'll throw in with what I was going to no, say. No, no, go, 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 go. No, what I was going to say is, by winning, you then get a chance to choose the topic that we will discuss. So, previous ones will be mental disorders, yep. swashbuckling movies. This this situation was based on the Ocean's 8 as opposed to a fan choice. But, so that's how we pick our subject. It's either what's out in the cinema, or by you guys, the winners, picking it for us. Yeah. So, again... You will by the time you see by the time you hear this, you would have seen it. The posts are out building on heist movies. You will have two heist movies, totally unlinked otherwise, possibly. And it just builds on. Dogs and Dog Day Afternoon, people are gonna be like, movies with dog in the title? Exactly. It'll be something like that. No, it's deeper than that. (laughs) Movies with dogs that don't feature dogs (laughs) would be like a title that yeah. But it's not that. It goes deeper and it would be heist movies. Yeah. So stuff like that. There's some really cool shit for you guys to win, sponsored by Loot Crate, and as well as winning uh, some really cool Loot Crate gear, you get to pitch a podcast episode to us. And we are open to anything. Please do not feel embarrassed, please. Hey, the two from the past two weeks have been fan episodes, you know? Yeah, these are fan episodes and it's really challenging. Like, again, I always say this is my go-to bit. Everyone goes, huh, why not? I'm not a big fan of horror movies. Not because they don't scare... Not because they do scare me, but because they don't scare me enough. And I so say I'm every like, week when you mention it, boy, you fucked in October. <laughs> exactly. Funny Whole enough, month of horror. I'm, I'm kind of thinking of The First Purge. I hated The First Purge movie, but I'm thinking I might go and see that soon when it comes out. Okay. Give that a shot. But it, we're open. Like, swashbucklers, I thought, oh my days, here we go. We're going to go old school. I loved it. It's a, it's a, a genre. Such a fun, new, wasn't it? Such fun. And it's a genre I'm still, like, looking into. And the mental disorders. Men- <laughs> mental disorders is epic. The, the list scope, we came up with. The scope on that is huge. Yeah. There is so much to it. So guys, like, whatever, no matter which weird way, as long as it's something that's just not going to, like, build it down to, like, so specific could only be, like, two movies, we need to have Yeah, we need some yeah, range. We need a bit of range to get at least a top ten. It might match and it might just be in different orders, but we're open. We're up for it. Yep. Whichever idea you're up for, we'll take it on. We, we appreciate the challenge, but it needs to be a range to give us a top ten to eventually build into a rush more. Mm. And if there's no winner, you can be assured, much like this week, that the Silver Screen dudes will pick something relevant. We didn't have any winners, so we're doing heist movies, because... Yeah. Ocean's 8 exactly we, we do a little tie-ins we do a little tie-ins Hi, Hollywood we're watching you know don't think we're not <laughs> so that's what we do uh, do you know what I've been thinking about it the other day it hit me and I'm going to do it we are here in the UK and we have had so much love from around mm. the world mm. I, I think I might just give it that roll call each week and then whoever's new gets added to the roll call yeah. and eventually we'll get the globe so you know 
uh, without getting into states, United Kingdom, United States. Well, Europe. We've got France. France, Poland, Poland, Portugal, Portugal, Turkey, which is not Europe. I know people before I get any slander for it. We've had Turkey, Greece. We had from Greece. Greece. So, you know, it continues. Mate, we got Latin America, we got Argentina, we got Brazil, you go Far East, we had New Zealand, we got we have New Zealand, we got Australia, we got Japan, we got Singapore, we got India, mate. Nigeria. Nigeria. It's mad. It's there. We're touching every continent, which is really amazing and really touching. Canada. Yes, Canada. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> they're not the United States. You, I, I know that. I have family in, in Canada. Toronto, big shout out to you guys. Big shout but, out to your awesome national anthem, by the way. I love the Canadian anthem. You're doing better than me. Well done. No, I love I'm it. not good with national anthems. I'm, I'm not going to pretend to do something. Yeah, you just need to know that the French one's the best one. <laughs> Again, Nico's words. I, I, I'm open. I'm up here for the world. That's me. A cultured man who doesn't got much culture. <laughs> 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 that's just the way I'm going to put it that way let's end on a high yeah, exactly but no guys thank you very much I just want to put it that way just thank you very much for supporting this this dream of ours to share with the world that has actually been shared and appreciated yeah. th- thus far so thank you very much keep sharing indeed and we're back and we're back you're number five my number five the suave elements of Mr. Bond but in a heist the Thomas Crown Affair which one? I went Pierce Brosnan okay See, I watched the old Thomas Crown affair with and Steve McQueen. And it kicked McQueen. his ass? <sighs> Bore the shit out of me, mate. The Steve McQueen one? Yeah. Can I be frank with you? Simply because the editing style. I felt like... You know those After Effects... Um, those After Effects effects you can use within Final Cut? Yeah. Where you can, like, divide... Uh, the screen up into bits. Oh, like, I, know, I, know, I know the one you're talking about. It yeah. went hard on that. I just felt like some kid had been let loose in the editing room and every. Oh, this is cool! Yeah. <laughs> like every it minute. was every minute to the degree I went, I can't watch this. I feel like someone's having an editing brain fart. You see, sometimes I, get, I do get a bit. Is the storyline the same, though, essentially, aside yeah. from that? Yeah. The, but the Brosnan one's worthy. Yeah, I, I I I find it quite charming. Wax away, wax As I away. said, it it's the story of a a wealthy aristocrat who's, who's maybe not aristocrat, but a wealthy man who happens to be at the core of it a thief, and out of boredom decides to to steal a, a Monet. Mm. Monet, yeah, I was Monet Monet. I always make sure I get those right. And he's now being pursued by a female detective who also happens to have caught his eye. So there's a on-off relationship, and it's the the art of the steel and their relationship in itself. So it's got both elements of it has the romantic yeah. side as well as the heist itself, the skill that he has, the the, the reason behind it is also quite interesting. Like yep. you don't need to, but you do. And then the end result of which one is well worthy? Going down your passion and your hobby, or Going down your personal life. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed it. And it was, it, was, it was one of those things that hot off the heels of the, the fame of his Bond parts. To see Brosnan yeah. do, uh, play the villain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was interesting. Brosnan in anything is just no, brilliant. He's amazing. He's a, he's a Love actor. He's a top actor. So, yeah, that, that was your my five. number five, yeah. Right, I'm, <laughs> to quote myself here, I'm going to bring the rain with my top five. Uh, oh, it's good. Oh. My number five is the original Italian job. Honourable. <laughs> I'm gonna go for because I fucked up and I'm not removing You're the others. Thomas Crown affair over Italian job, eh? I'll give you a pass. I'm I'm feeling generous. Yeah, I have to go with the original. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, Italian uh, Thomas Crown affair is now in the honourables. Italian original. 
Italian job. Okay, we're both in. Italian job at, at five. At number five, yeah, yeah coincidentally. It's a yeah. fucking great film. It is. This, a lot of modern day British gangster films owe a lot to Michael Caine and owe a lot to this and to Get Carter. Yeah, very true. That, that Those were, that's the cementing part. I, I think it's his most iconic roles as well, you know? Oh, they are, of course they are. But I mean, there's that sort of uh, East End Cockney gangster slang. Sit down, behave yourself. Do me arms up, love. I'm not a bloody gorilla. You're only supposed <laughs> to, to blow the bloody, bloody doors. doors that, that there in itself is like the most iconic. Yeah. You know I mean, minis, you know, mini yeah. in themselves. <laughs> Michael Caine a lot. Do you know? Because you know Michael Caine was in Jaws four, right? Yes, it's true. Why was the sla- tagline for that not "Blow the bloody jaws off"? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that. Ain't <laughs> That would have been nice. That would have been nice. Mm. The Italian job is essentially follows the life of, well, follows the day-to-day life of a criminal who decides to pull a big Italian job. Uh, It does what it says on the tin. It does what it says on the tin. The Italian job being a massive heist in Turin. The Mafia know he's coming. They're well aware that he's coming. They stop him. They destroy all his cars. But it's okay. Because he's got a mini. In fact, he's got three. Yeah. And Q... One of the best heist chase scenes, the most ever. iconic. I don't I literally have any. <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm kidding. Prior to that, that yeah. I mean, you mentioned Ronan. Fast Five is there. This one has lasted the test of time. I mean, yeah, it really has just made it what yeah. it sealed itself. It's and you know, I think this is where the term cliffhanger came from. Yeah. Literally, literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah, Self-preservation it, society, man. It's ah, oh, it's a great film, and it, it's 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 a real feel-good one, isn't it? Because you really it want these like dysfunctional mobsters to succeed, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's like get the eye ties. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it, think we have any Italian listeners. Uh, we definitely don't now. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> um... Ciao. Did I mean hello or goodbye? Anyway, um, it's one of those movies that have just... It, 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 you, you've said it all. It's a, Do you know what I always find weird? And this is why I had to ask about Thomas Cram. When I asked about does the original match the remake... Yeah. It's because of... The Italian, the Italian job. job. Yeah. It falls so short. It falls so short. And which is weird. sad because it's got such a good cast. It's got, it felt like the natural successor to Ocean's Eleven. 100%. You felt like, okay, all No, I felt cast. like it should have been the yeah. natural successor. Yeah. And it just was like, you're not. You're falling short. And then you've got... And, and I think sometimes... This is where... These are the dangers of remaking and whatnot. You're using such a... You could... You could have... You could have... Hang on, There's been a lot of good remakes. No, 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 no. But we're, we're talking Ocean's 8 being in that Ocean's world. Right. Here we are. You've now built expectation based on the Italian job. Yeah. You've spun the story which essentially doesn't make it the Italian job rip off the minis as much as you want yeah. and we could be like okay you've got inspiration from that but don't take the Italian job and then fuck it this is, but this is what I was saying at the beginning of the podcast spiritual successor is fine yeah you know a tip of the hat is fine you know we both saw the, the Jurassic World movie you can tell there is so much influence from 30s and 40s gothic horror in that movie you know, to the degree where the Indoraptor, when he's coming down the balcony at the end, and the way that camera yeah, pans, yeah. that's a frame-for-frame rip-off of Nosferatu. It's like... It's true. true yeah. it, no, frame-for-frame. Frame. Uh, yeah, don't even doubt it, yeah. Um, 
So you can be a spiritual successor, you can borrow, but when you label yourself something... Don't lie! Yeah. Don't, don't, don't lie to get me in... No, don't lie to me! <laughs> don't get me in the gate expecting one thing and do another. Yeah. It's like, imagine you buy... This is, this is so far-fetched, but it's true. Imagine buying tickets to the Flintstones and seeing the Jetsons. <laughs> don't lie! So we agree Flintstones is better. There's a reason why they kick me in Flintstones movies and we haven't seen the Jetsons. <laughs> I do enjoy the Jetsons though, I'm yeah, not gonna hate them. Fun. But Fred Flintstone is the man. He is yeah, the man. Absolutely. You're number four. My number four. I believe this is where we had punted. No, it's not. My number four is still British. Wow, okay. Uh, you, you know it was top ten heist movies, not British heist movies, yeah? I know. Okay, cool. This Carry is my on. second one. <laughs> third, okay, fine, cool. No, it's your third. You had the bank job. Fuck yeah. And this also has Jason Statham. Boy! <laughs> Snatch? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> it, what is it? US and UK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the mix. You know I had to. You knew it was coming. I love this movie. In my mind, it's not a heist movie. It's about the diamond. There is, there is, yeah. the, there is, the, the, there is the element of the illegal bookings and... But even that... Oh, mate, I'm not saying my mind is right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Die Hard 3. It's kicking in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it starts to go through. I mean, we have bankrupt... We have a bookie robbery. That's mm. a betting shop for um, the, our non-UK fans. Yeah. Flag the bookies. Yeah, flag the... <laughs> exactly. So there's that element of where you believe that there's a... That, that, that all the odds are there. All the money's going to be on. All bets are off. There is the diamond that has come over from the state. And the mad pursuit of that diamond and everyone wanting that diamond yeah. and how it comes so for that essential, I mean Snatch is just a mad it I mean there's so, so many different there's so many different mad elements did the other UK movie make your list Lockstock yeah no nah. okay I had a feeling because uh, alright it's honourable it was honourable heisting Gandra sure. I get that but mm. <laughs> for me the the way Guy Ritchie makes British gangster films almost feels like a genre into itself. For me, Snatch, Rock and Roller, Lockstock, they fall more into Get Carter territory than Italian Job territory. For yeah, me. I, I, I get you, I get you. And it's, part of me feels like Lockstock was more of a heist because that was the initial plan. And it's like, that's the focus. And you see, Brothers. we were talking about spiritual successes. I'm not saying this is a spiritual successor, but oh, we were also talking about borrowing and, you know, uh, being influenced by or even ripping off. Snatch is the closest thing Great Britain has ever come to producing Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything it, from the disjointed chronology, the dialogue, the characters, that is Britain's Pulp Fiction. And this was an era, and I'm sure you'll agree with me, this is where we thought, at the time, Tarantino and Ritchie can do no wrong. Eventually, at the time, they couldn't. Eventually, we got Revolver two, and Hateful Eight. Yeah. With just a couple of movies after. Mm. They really disappointed us. Oh, then you got Richie. Oh, uh, oh the new Tarantino. But then they came uh, back. Oh, they have. They, have. they, they came both back. Have. They both have. But it just Guy Ritchie's fallen off again because he made that god awful King Arthur movie. <laughs> Ooh, that was shit. I feel it for Guy because it's like as you said, he had that genre of his own. Rock and Roll was went... quality though. No, it was. It was. He's yeah, making another British gangster film after Aladdin, apparently. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm... I don't know how I feel about him making Aladdin. I don't know if that's in his wheel. Do you know what? Let me put it to you this way. I didn't know how I felt about hearing him doing Holmes and he'd done well. By him doing what? Holmes. Oh, yeah, yeah, point. He did very well he, in that. He, he delivered. Were I, I suppose he could bring the street rat element to it. <laughs> it's such a pity. Oi, that's my bread. <laughs> Have it, lad. <laughs> 
another one. Then you put some. Get in. Get in there, you silly monkey. <laughs> the lines could be so classic if this was British. Aladdin comes to London. <laughs> it would just be the most iconic movie you could ever picture. In the most uniconic way. <laughs> it's a spoof in you itself. You cheeky parrot-wielding fucking scarecrow, Jafar. <laughs> I bet your I bet your parrot that my monkey will have it. <laughs> you can just see this bit. I'll tell you what, Sunshine. How about we do it this way, yeah? You keep the sultan up in his ass. We'll take a monkey and a parrot. Have it out. That's a mighty <laughs> fine snake stuff you got there, son. You're compensating for something else, big man. You can just see it. Come on, love. Hop on my carpet. I'll take you for a ride. <laughs> and cut. <laughs> One more. more. We, have, we have to bring in one more. Three wishes, life. Three wishes. No more. <laughs> you can see it now. You can see it now. You know. How could it, genie? Yes. <laughs> you get it. Less than four. More than two. Number three. Have it, son. <laughs> Very good, AJ. Very good. Oh, guy, you have to make this. <laughs> no, he's making it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking. Forget Will. Let's do this one. Forget the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. We need this. Could you imagine Jason, Jason Statham? <laughs> Right there, sunshine. But I already made two wishes. Of course you did, sweetheart. Now it's your third. <laughs> Use it wisely, lad. Use it wisely. <laughs> oh, God. Even better than Jason. Imagine Brick Top Brick- coming out. <laughs> Didn't I say you could only have three wishes? Why the fuck are you wishing for more wishes, you silly cunt? No, forget mm-hmm. it. No. Jason is the genie. Brick Top as the sultan. A street rat around my daughter. You're having a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've digressed so badly. Who plays Jafar? Brad Pitt. As Mickey. <laughs> hey, let me part. Let me part. Hey, you can talk. Look at him go. Look at him go. <laughs> that would be tough. It would I'm be telling tough. you now, you're going to go into the Cave of Wonders, give me the fucking lamp. You want a street rat having your daughter? Get it, what? In the Cave of Wonders, give me the fucking lamp. Get the carpet too. The what? Carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Do you know where this goes now, don't you? Go. I, 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 please, any travellers. The whole new world now, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> the whole new world. Clearly now, boy. I, 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 I don't even want to be racist by any means. Go. But if you're in the UK, and I'm not being a stereotype here, but you we've are. all had, <laughs> we've all had a traveller knock your door saying, "Would you like to buy a carpet?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. <laughs> This movie has to be made. Even if it's a silver screen production, I'm willing to fund this. Aladdin comes to London. Alright, I guys, I'm so Oh my god. The stereotypes would have us. This had to be made like ten years ago, yes. but fuck it. Yeah, Some, stuff... Right. <laughs> Some stuff just need to be done. Yeah, you see the fucking carpet. Ah, silly one. He brought off in my ma. He brought off my He's what? He's ma. <laughs> yeah, like caravan too. Go through the desert. How dare you have shoes on a flying carpet? Anyway, enough, enough. So good. <laughs> Worth it. That's oh, not being cut. <laughs> listen, no, it's not. No, it's I, not. I, I have to put this out there. We are copywriting this, and none of you fuckers in Hollywood. <laughs> we want our cut if that comes about. Yeah. Anyway, Snatch. Yeah, Snatch is as close to pop, pop fiction as you can. And now Aladdin. <laughs> Number four. Yes, please. Let's please. get serious for a moment. Yeah. Al Pacino. Again. De Niro, right? De Niro. I, I knew it was coming. And Val Kilmer. I made my honourable. 
What? No, I, I'm very torn with heat. It has some iconic moments. Yes, we're moments. talking heat. Yeah, I'm, yeah sorry, I, should, I stole your thunder. Some iconic moments. It has... It, yeah. Some? I have two land, like, stand... You've got your major shootout on the highway. <laughs> which I'm, I'm only going to go that far. And then, obviously, the two most iconic actors... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, on that scene, that on that sense alone... shootout, mate. It, it, it has a lot. I forget how good it is. Every time I rewatch this movie, the sound, it's terrifying. It's not like your usual pew 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 that you get with no, Hollywood. It's, it's open this up. is meaty. Yeah, it's, 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 got, it's got that. But no, it's your movie, please, sir. It's so good. It is. It, it, it's a powerful movie. It is, Al Pacino just, plays a very, very disturbed, uh, disturbed is the wrong word, very obsessive cop. Robert De Niro plays a slick, smooth, not gangster, but smooth talking American criminal, master robber. He's got a crew around him that he trusts with the likes of Tom Sizemore and Val Kilmer. Um, he's got a brilliant supporting cast with the likes of Ashley Judd. Um, Hank Azaria's in there. William Fitner's in there. There's a massive cast. It comes into, there. yeah, ensemble movies. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's just Robert De Niro is putting one bank robbery after another and... Al Pacino can just about keep up with him. De Niro always seems to be a step ahead. And ultimately, it's the love that gets in the way. You know, it's what he goes back for that, you know, gets in the way. So we were talking before, <laughs> hobby, or, <laughs> hobby or professional life. Yeah, yeah, this is it again. <laughs> he yeah. chose hobby. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. <laughs> he picked wrong. Now he gets to go toss the salad. <laughs> or does he? Find out. <laughs> heat two. Heat, well, heat two. <laughs> Toss the sound. <laughs> oh, we're on form today. Big time. Big um, time. No, he no. Seriously, he is one of the great Michael Mann movies. Michael Mann. I love the way Michael Mann shoots Los Angeles. He also did it with Collateral. He's just he, he he's got a way of making a very smoggy, dirty city just look gorgeous. Yeah. I love Michael Mann's Los Angeles. Um, and it's it's visceral and it feels so real this movie it really feels grounded there's no like over the topness about it it's like no robbers very dangerous very efficient very efficient equally efficient cop chasing them cat and mouse movie with a heist fucking go that's basically yeah. what the movie is yeah it's your three <laughs> that's it you can't even say more that's the almighty punt that came up earlier the heist that you never actually see Reservoir yeah. Dogs. Yeah. Reservoir the highest dogs. that you never see, right? Just, it, it's gone so wrong. There's a. It comes on the whodunits as well because it's who was the mole, what. Uh, you know. It, the mole? The rat. The, well, yeah, yeah. I know they're all rodents, they're kind of different. Well, they're both. When you say a mole, they're both someone who's plotted in there to. Okay, ruin suppose, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the, the highest, which essentially should have gone right. You know, everyone works by a code Until name. Mr. Blonde decides to go apeshit, which you never this see. This is it. This is it. Again, there's so Builds the mystique. Th this is it. You, you see everything to build up before it. You see everything after it. You just don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't see it. And it, you just have all these elements and it's just chilling. The, the, the levels of distrust and the picking off of everybody. And I, I guarantee you, everybody has a... I think it's him. Oh, shit. No, I'm wrong. <laughs> everybody gets picked off and... How did this film? It's really well yeah. put together. This and you know they reveal everything in yeah. the first scene. Yeah, it's all revealed subliminally. And that's yeah, that's the key like, point. Who didn't pay their tab? And the guy who's guilty was like, you yeah. know, he's already ratting people out. Mister Blonde, shoot him. Pew. 
you just see that madness to him it, yeah it's, it works so well it, it's all the characters are set up in that first and scene. this is this goes back to where we talk about where you feel that Tarantino could do no wrong you know well, this, he went on from Mr. Paul exactly, exactly. and it was it was like so many and Jackie amazing. Brown yeah this was such an unpredict. I was like, oh, he did four in a row, which were unreal. Yeah, I mean, again, I saw Pulp Fiction first, and I thank you for showing me Reservoir of Our Dogs. But I remember watching it. And you're like, it captures you instantly. You're like, yeah. what's going on here? In a different way to Nothing. what Pulp. That's amazing. <laughs> and that's the thing. Yeah. It you're seeing like so much happen with so little around it. Yeah, it's such an amazing. No thing, context. Yeah. No, no exposition. No wasting time. Just you get just hear this, and it's like. Bam, 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 Okay, what's this? What's this? It captures you instantly. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Complimented once again, like with all Tarantino movies, by a god brilliant soundtrack. <laughs> oh, the soundtrack! Can, can you actually hear the words stuck in the middle with you without hearing? That? No. <laughs> They're linked. They They're really forever are linked. <laughs> they are forever linked. Yeah. Okay. I'm suddenly. I suppose you've got some good ones though, so I can't say I'm shocked that it's. Where was it for you? Six. Okay. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. Italian job and heat. Worthy. My number three. I know we're punting. Ocean's Eleven. Punt. Yeah. <laughs> For the world, yeah. You're going to so be my shocked at my number... Well, you'll be shocked at my I number I guess... One. Ocean's Eleven's your number two. Ocean's Eleven's my number three. Ocean's Eleven's your number three. Don't it's even guess it. Ocean's number got two, is it? No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm guessing my number... I've got a strange feeling I know my number two is your number one. Go. Inception. Didn't make the list. Ooh. Didn't forget it. No, no, no. I can, I can appreciate that. I, I like the in the insight. It's a different level, and obviously, it's one of those films that you have to keep going through, which keeps revealing a different thing each time in Inception. Yeah, it, 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 it's it's now, that's really a unique fight. movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. So I take back my statement of because yeah, yeah. that shit was unique. That's no and, 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 that, and this was a challenge to the brain. It's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Uh, but okay, it's not a, it's not a spoiler. It's, it's, the, it's the art of it. How how does he do? He's carry his eyes. He subliminally reads your mind. And this one in, in itself is this one is. I suppose I can see your argument as to why because he's not actually stealing in this one. He's but yeah, it, it was worthy of a mention. And the, the way hundred percent is worth the way this film is told is, 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 is that's why it's so high up. It's like. Whoa! <laughs> oh, you went a bit neo on me there. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, this is a very interesting film. The, the the art of being able to read people's mind to commit your heist, put in a dream within a dream, a dream within a dream within a dream. dream, within a dream. <laughs> we could go on, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, watch it. You'll probably hate me for it at the end because you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" But you'll watch it again. How do you interpret it? The ending. Still in or not? I'm torn. I've I've gone. <laughs> There's no <laughs> there is no correct answer, and I've, I've I've watched it one way, and I'm like, and the in. fucker stops when it's trembling. I'm like, you bastard! I've, I've watched it a minute in, then I've been like, nose out. Yeah. Then I've watched it again, and I nose in. <laughs> it's it's that deep. It's that deep. There's no right answer. No, there isn't. Agreed. Nolan yeah, has refused flat out to give an answer to it, which yeah. is brilliant. I love it. Which keeps the mystique. That's an which honors Which honors. Do you know what? If you do it any other way, you've now killed your film. Because yeah. to have that whole buzz and be like, uh, you, you can't reveal. There's arguments for both sides. Yeah, exactly. That's, that is art, what he did. Uh, oh, Nolan is the most original director working today, I think. He can drag the films, which can make it difficult it's for people to appreciate. One film after another are so different. Yeah. Okay. 
My number two. Please, sir. Inside Man. Haven't seen it. <gasps> I know. It, it, it was on the, it, it's on the list. It's on the list of films to be seen. So I'm like, yeah. This nearly it. made my number one until. Well, this was my number one until I watched my number one for the first time yesterday, and I was okay. like, oh, that's going number one <laughs> straight in. Ooh, okay. Um, Inside Man. You want you want a lesson on how to rob a bank? You do this. This guy has played Clive Owen plays the main villain, right? He's robbing a bank, and he does it oh so well. No one gets killed. Nothing gets stolen. Why is he robbing the bank? Why is he putting the whole of New York and Wall Street on lockdown? Why are people like Denzel Washington, who's trying to make detective first grade, having to get involved for a guy who's not robbing a bank and apparently not stealing anything? Why is it so important that they have to bring in Jodie Foster, who's like a master negotiator and a blackmailer, to try and get a deal out of this guy, who's by the looks of it, got every single fucking angle, physically and beyond, covered. And the fucking reveal. I cannot no, go no, into no, all of them. No, no, no. The fucking shit he does or doesn't take. No, no, no. The repercussions it, it has. <laughs> it's enough of a seller. It's enough of a seller. I just oh. hadn't had time to catch it. Like, literally, just Mate, it's the radar. so good. It's so fucking good, this film. I loved it and I rewatched it and it just reminded me, God, I love this film. I think it might be in my top 20 or 30 films of all time. It, oh, it's so good. There was an ori- there, that's a remake, isn't it? No, it's an original. It's an Spike original. Lee. Okay. Now there's another Denzel film. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. Okay, all good. Nice, nice. But we know what your number one is. Indeed we do. Ocean's Eleven. Smooth and slick. Smooth and slick indeed. It was, it was the, it, 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 put it this way, obviously to say there was no Ocean's 8 without Ocean's 11 is there. And I am talking George Clooney with respect to the Rat Pack. I'm, no, yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm all, I was all over this. So from the dynamics of each member of the team, the comedy elements that was delivered in it. The fact that this guy has just come out of prison and he's after the guy who practically runs Vegas on match yeah. night. Why? He took my woman. <laughs> it's as pure as that and I don't blame him. And it's the fact that he's got the team and it's like, I, I will get my revenge and I need you guys and you will be paid handsomely for it. Like, you don't even need to worry about my problem. This is for you guys and all the different elements, you know, the Don Cheadle's technical abilities, the, the um, acrobatic abilities. Brad Pitt, who looks as good as he does but doesn't stop eating. Yeah. <laughs> I tried that, Brad. Didn't work out. <laughs> uh, everything. Elliot Gould's character. Everyone. Matt Damon. Um, Casey, Casey Affleck. Affleck. Like, and the relationship that he's got. Bernie Mac, RAP. Mm. Like, everybody had an element in there. No one's wasted. Every character. Oh, the way they delivered it. I, it I, DVD, I think it was the second day of the DVD release. It was mine. I owned it. I couldn't wait <laughs> to get this film again. I just loved it. And I've watched it countless film. times. And, and the way it unfolds is so oh, good. Brilliant. It's brilliant. So good. Andy Garcia, Julia Roberts. I have to mention like the cast as they come off. Oh, it's head. an ensemble cast. Yeah, oh, yeah well, check definitely. out our episode on Top Ten Ensemble Cast. This made it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it did. It did. No, Ocean if there's a chance to mention Yes, okay. If there's a chance to mention Ocean Eleven, I will. It's kinda like Die Hard with a Vengeance, but I didn't. I will put my hand up. But no, this one was if you're gonna talk heist to me, this was this was my heist movie. Through and through. Yeah, I mean, you can see they keep trying it. 12, 13, and 8. None of you... Stop! None of you will make 11. No. <laughs> it, it's just the way it is. Okay. And you're number one, sir. I can't... I, mean, I really thought it was Inception. So I, I, I'm really shocked. 
I've got a couple of honourables that, if it made it, fair enough. There's one that I could possibly understand. I can 100% guarantee you haven't seen this movie. It's a huge one. Okay, so here we go. First, first of all, I'm going to ask, is it Hollywood? That would be my key 100%. Term. Okay, it's Hollywood. So um, no, no foreign film, which I've... Golden Age, mate. Ah, okay. I probably missed it. Okay, no, because... Um, nah, fuck it. I can't think. If it, if it, Hold on, Golden Age... Ah, there was another one I actually didn't put on the list, but I was going to put it on my honourables. Are you going to Fish Called Wonder? <laughs> that would have been a good shout. <laughs> no, no. Right. Okay. Mm. So if fire honourables, fire away with your honourables, then I'll fire mine away and you'll be shocked at... Right. The one that I really don't believe it would be, but anyway, but now that you're giving it here, it won't be. Tower Heist, Adam Sandler, Eddie No. <laughs> um, Thomas Crown Affair, you said no. It's on my honourables, Thomas Crown. Entrapment. Honourable. Okay. Good one. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed that, actually. Go. It's not Logan Lucky. It's not The Thomas Crown Affair. It's not Bonnie and Clyde. It's not Entrapment. It's not The Town. Hold on. It's not Point Break. No, it's not The Killing by Stanley Kubrick, which... Okay. Um, it's... Just give me an era, a, a, a decade. Just a decade and I'll see if I can. You will not get it, AJ. I know, but so just I'm give gonna, me a decade. No, I'm going to stop this right now. I'll give you two names. Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Go. Butch Cassidy and, and the, the Sundance Sun Kids. Yeah. Whoa. When have you ever known me to put a Western at my number one? It's one of those all-time movies. Oh my God, this film is good. This is not just now my favourite Western ever. This is now one of my top 20 ever. This movie is incredible. It's so unwestern like It's essentially about Robert Redford plays the Sundance Kid, Paul Newman plays the leader of the posse, Butch Cassidy, and they keep, you know, they're robbers. It's, it's very much Dog Day Afternoon in the sense that, well, I can't get any normal work, so they're going to rob, you know? But, you know, they blow their money away on women, gambling, alcohol, food, you know, all the things that you would expect <laughs> criminals to do. And they keep on robbing this train, okay? There's this train that passes through. That's the heist, essentially. It's train filled with safe and money. And they keep on robbing it. And the owner of the fucking train called Mr. E.H. Herman of the Pacific Union Railway eventually says, you know what? I fucking dare you to do it again. You know, not to them. You never see Mr. E.H. Herman. They go to rob the train again. And there's another train, a steam train as opposed to a coal train. And they're like, the fuck is that? And inside the steam train are a group of six cowboys who you never see and who proceed to chase them for 30 to 40 minutes. Real time. In our time, not film time, 30 to 40 minutes. And throughout the course of this chase, the mystique that gets built up about these men chasing them, the camaraderie that gets built up between Redford and Newman, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. They go into Kaiser Soze level fucking shit here of in terms of building stuff up. Hey, you remember that time we were gambling and we met that full-blooded, we heard about that full-blooded Indian who could track anyone across anything? Water, rock, sand, anything. Is that him? What was his name? He had an English name. Lord Baltimore. Could it be? You know, that sort of thing. And they, and who's the meanest SOB we know? That will be... Do we mean, do you mean the most... And then, then there's back and forth. Like you, are we talking about the most corrupt or the hardest? The hardest. Well, that would be LaForge. What did we all say about LaForge? Wait, he wears a white hat. That guy's wearing a white hat. Are LaForge and Baltimore chasing us? And they get chased to the degree where they have to run away to Bolivia, where they start doing heists again, and it obviously doesn't culminate so well. But 
the build-up, and it's got some of the best lines in Hollywood I've ever heard. You keep doing what you do, Butch. Hey, kid, my eyesight is clear as day. The rest of the world is wearing bifocals. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant stuff like that. Don't worry about it, kid. They can't track us over rock. Yeah? Tell them that. <laughs> it's just, I've never seen chemistry between two actors on this level. The heist is simple. The bank robbers yeah, in the Western Age, enough. or in this case, they're robbing trains and end up robbing banks. But I had such joy watching this movie. And the fact that the Sundance Kid is built up to be this ultimate gunslinger and Butch Cassidy is built up to be this ultimate thinker. And as they get to know each other more and more, those elements of them become a bit unraveled. And it, mate, it's a film the likes of which I'm happy I've finally seen it. It's wonderful, this it film. You me with that one. Okay. I thought I did. A Western is my number one. Interesting. Yeah, buddy. Interesting. Rushmore. Rushmore time, Rushmore time, Rushmore time. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Because when have we ever had a fucking Western make a Rushmore? And it's just completely different. And it's completely different. And it's, you know, this is, you know, the idea of a heist is very much cowboy-esque in itself, isn't it? That's where it yeah. kind of comes from. And it's got Paul Newman and Robert Redford. You can't argue with those elements. Right? Ocean's Eleven. I mean, yeah, quintessential. <laughs> quintessential. Right, now let's mix it up. Now, do we want to go... See, do we want to go madness? Fast five. For, or Italian job for madness? Yeah. Yeah, they're similar, but different. Do we want to go there is a weird heist thing. that never happened or that you don't know what they revolve around? Dog day, uh, sorry, um, Ronin or Reservoir Dogs? I'd probably lean towards Reservoir. Just the madness and the cultness that is Reservoir Dogs. Um, or do we want to go with, and I mean this, the perfect bank robbery with Inside Man? Because it's perfect, it's perfection. This is literally a blueprint of how to rob a bank and not get caught. It's impossible to get caught with this plan. Do you know, and it's not me going down in nostalgia trying to redeem my forgetfulness. Die Hard with Avengers is an interesting one because you don't believe, you don't know it until so far down, which is yeah. very, very interesting. Yeah, fair. For a heist movie, that really does throw you off. But then I suppose we've kind of given a spoiler into the yes. element of it <laughs> by doing that. And you'd be like, why is Die Hard with Avengers in there? So you're watching like, where's the heist? Where's the, oh, there's a heist. So in that sense, I'd have to admit it. So we got, now, the quintessential, we've got... Here, here what Go we've on. got. We've got the ultimate unique, the Doberman gang. <laughs> ultimate unique <laughs> that's not been done we have the sci-fi with Inception yeah but then it becomes the it's what he does but it's not what he's doing we have the madness there's a comedy of Blue Streak <laughs> the problem is AJ we're both basically no no no, 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 no but I'm, I'm, just li- I'm, just li- I'm just looking at where which ones really do stick out now Butch Cassidy I think this might need to be one of those if the aliens came to earth what four movies would we want to show them I literally we've got to go down that line of thinking this week <laughs> I think I'd want to show them Cowboys I think, I think Cowboys is definitely new that's, that's something just it, it's not done it's original Ocean's Eleven is the quintessential yeah it's, it's like hey alien you want to no, understand no, what a heist is here you see, you see this is my problem this is where I look at stuff that is that. I mean, before Ocean's Eleven, now correct me if I'm wrong, before Ocean's Eleven, you talk about heists and robberies. It becomes the Italian job. Yeah. Th- that yeah. is it. Like, it, it really does. It, 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 so those two, to me, are like cemented. 
Right, There's Butch three. Cassidy yeah. is very interesting as well. I'll be vexed if Butch Cassidy. I'm, not, I'm not saying take it off. I'm not saying take it off. I'm just looking at the other elements now because a Western heist isn't off. It's not, and it, it, we're going back in time as well. Like, it, we're honouring classic Hollywood. Here. Yeah. All right, we've. Got, I'm not. I'm not taking it off. But when we're looking at <laughs> the, uh, when we look at the core of heist, oceans. An Italian job. First come to mind, there is no arguing. We can't, uh, yeah. we can't evade those. In that, do we agree Fast Five now has to come off? Yes. You see, it is... But can we both agree we put Fast Five on for a bit of fun? It's not it, Rushmore it's, it's, worthy. It's not, it's this not is one of the, the four greatest heist movies. The Fast Five does not belong on that four. Stop it. No. It is not one of the no, four it's, greatest it's not, heist movies. No. I told you, I've, I've gone as fast as I hate it, but I'm looking at where it How lands. do you hate it? It's great. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't, if I had to pick a fast, that wouldn't have been the one. But we're talking about a freaking... It's my favourite one. We're talking about a freaking vault on the motorway. <laughs> like it, <laughs> that's unique. <laughs> in that sense, it would be like, what the fuck were they up to? <laughs> in that scale, it could be sold. But then we have the cliffhanger, which is enough to go yeah, with yeah. The, the element of cars and what yeah. So we can agree that we both had Fast Five. It's off. Yes. I want to teach the aliens how to rob a bank. Inside man. I'm pushing hard for it, mate, because it's such a perfect bank robbery movie. Do you know out of my list, right, as much as I love Snatch, as much as I love what have you, do you know what You're pushing Blue Streak, aren't you? Blue Streak is, one, it's got the comedy element, it's a one-man gang show, well, I suppose your one as well, Inside Man is a one-man show. (laughs) The thing about Blue Streak is after eventually it's like, all right, cool. It becomes more of the secret identity than the actual heist. Yes, right, exactly. I mean, we could easily push that off. I could do that. Blue Streak's off. The one that really gets to me more than anything is the Doberman Gang because like that would be like <laughs> what the fuck mate AJ I think you've done your job by mentioning it I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure it deserves to be on the Rushmore Inside Man I can work with which I hate because I didn't want to put Butch Cassidy as a did you say you don't see the cowboys you do they are cowboys no 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 the ones chasing them did you say you, you don't you never see their them? face you see them off in the distance and it's mate it's it's fascinating. That in itself is a very interesting way of cinema. It really is. You never see them. All you see is... Yeah, it's fascinating. One, they're doing that little um, bit about Lord Baltimore, you know, the red-blooded Indian who can track, over, track anyone over anywhere. You see that one man off in the distance walking ahead of them, but it's far off, you know, the sort of pin size, but you see one man stepping in front and sort of putting his hand on the rock, and you're like... Oh! It could be Baltimore. It could be Lord Baltimore. And then you see a very, very slim glimmer of white and you think, oh, is that the white hat? Is that La Force they're talking about? Um, they're managing the space and it's 40 solid minutes of chasing where you're just following Butch and Sundance the whole way. And it's just this fucking it's ominous a, presence following you know what? It's a different them. style of robbery as well. I mean, and it's essentially... It's like a fucking train with TNT. It's old school shit. What else did you have on your list? I'm just out of benefit from where we're going. Okay. Um, I'm not opposed to it entirely. I'm just benefited of that. Heat. It's worth a mention. Um, Dog Day Afternoon. Pretty much as far as my list goes, mate. Those those are, I think, the four. So it's hard when you've never seen a film, but I can, I can work with it. Both have had their level of intrigue. Trust me, there's people listening now who are screaming. Like, put it on! <laughs> And I'm sure there's others going, take it off! <laughs> oh, there's always, we, we always have that d- divide, trust yeah. me. I, I, I can work with you. 
I can work with you because I think, as you said, the sheer mention of it, let's just hope the aliens don't fast forward to the end and be like, we never saw the dogs from the bank. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I think the aliens will do more than anything? I think they'll listen and go, let's go rob the bank. <laughs> no, we must find that Aladdin guy in London movie. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really thinking of pen to paper at that. Um, yeah, I, I'm not even joking. Let's, Let's go with it. Let's lock it in. Let's go. Go, go, go. Ladies and gentlemen, the official movie Mount Rushmore of heist movies in no particular order is... Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Our second entry is... The Inside Man. Our third entry is... You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. The Italian job. Original with Michael Caine, not the later year one. Our final entry into heist movies is... Ocean's Eleven, featuring George Clooney and the gang. I say George Clooney and the gang because... Too many, the, names. Yeah, too many names and he's the main guy he's Danny Ocean too many and names and it's uh, with the highest respect it's not the Rat Pack version with Sinatra and Co yeah okay. good good um, guys thanks again remember for your chance to be able to pick our topic do visit our Instagram page win the competition and you are the cho- you are the chooser you are the key holder to the next topic that the Silver Screen dudes will be discussing furthermore you also get a really cool loot crate box to enjoy some major cool gifts from so there's there's a lot to win in there in terms of that again whichever platform you do catch us on do be sure to comment ideally would like if you're listening to it anywhere i would like to really swing you towards our itunes page that's the one we're trying to build at the moment and just get there so a couple of subscriptions from yourselves and five star ratings would be greatly appreciated as always on all platforms we are the silver screen dudes um do search for us there and just give us a comment. Your feedback is essential. So best of luck with your competition. And just spread the word. We are available on Instagram to deliver movie, movie news as well. And on YouTube for those really big movie reviews. And until the next time, I am Anthony Jordan. I am Nicole Leroux. See ya. See ya. See ya.